Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. And on this episode, I'm going to be featuring what I call the sounds of the 70s, groups and artists who are blazing the trail for those who would come after, making this genre of music to be known later as contemporary Christian music. And I'm dedicating this show to Joe Baudino, one of my listeners that I'll tell you about just a little later. Now, back in the day of early Jesus music, many artists discovered that there was a calling on their life rather than a career choice. No one really made any money back then. Ministry was the driving force behind the music seeing lives changed through the preaching of the gospel. And that was the beginning of what has now become an industry unto itself. On this episode, you'll be hearing from the likes of Mustard Seed Faith, Bethlehem, The Way, The Sweet Comfort Band, and Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet, as well as some individual artists, including Steve Camp, Honey Tree, and Amy Grant. And to start us off, one of the first bands to bring the message of Christ's love fused with a more modern sound that would speak to the youth of the hippie generation. The group was called the Children of the Day, and they had the first album to be completed by Maranatha Music, but was released after the first The Everlasting Jesus Music Concert LP, which was a compilation album of various groups that would play at the legendary Friday night concerts at Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, California. From their sophomore album called With All Our Love, Peter Jacobs, Wendy Carter, Russ, and Marcia Stevens, known collectively as Children of the Day, with If You'll Take My Hand. As the months turn into years Through the laughter and the tears As we walk along the street That is called life Something inside as I look
Looking back to 1973, Children of the Day, with the upbeat, If You'll Take My Hand. Now, here are a few Children of the Day factoids that you might find interesting as they were really one of the early pioneers. Originally, they were called The Group by Pastor Chuck Smith because they were the only group in the very early days of the Jesus Movement. Eventually, they came up with their name when they were invited to sing at Melody Land Amusement Park. The day of the show, they were asked, what is the name of your group? And you see, until that time, they had not even thought of themselves as a group, only as an outreach and worship team of Calvary Chapel. So they prayed, and Children of the Day was the name that the Lord put in their hearts. That song was also the first of four songs featuring those groups that were on the Maranatha music label back in the early 70s. Next up is a group called The Way. They actually had two songs on the Maranatha sampler albums in 1971 and 1972 before their first full-length release from which this featured song is taken. This self-titled debut album is a a smooth mixture of folk and country rock that reminds me often of the group America. Although my feature track has an Eagles, Crosby, Steels, and Nashville to it, especially on the harmonies. The song was written by the group's guitarist, Bruce Herring, and is another example of the evangelistic fervor in the hearts of those early Jesus music groups. But unlike the loud, Bible-thumping, convicting sermons of itinerant preachers, they went around spreading the gospel with a calm, loving approach while still remaining true to God's Word. Looking back to 1973, The Way, and He's the Reason to Go On. Life without God is a long, lonely road. One day you'll have to face that fact. But before you
where it all began, Full Circle. You're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant and music from the way. He's the reason to go on. And while that song was meant for those without the Lord in their lives, pointing to the way they should go, the course was a reminder to this group of long-haired Jesus freaks that he is the reason to go on. The story is that the band was in a spiritual battle for six years. The forces of the dark side didn't like what they're doing, constantly trying to divert, distract, or divide them. But the divine powers behind what they were doing was greater, and the power of the Holy Spirit continued to move whenever and wherever they played. In those six years, they did 12 years of living, completely wore out two vans, traveled so many miles they lost count after 100,000, ate the best food and the worst food, got thrown out of a truck stop diner in Tennessee because of their looks. They got chased out of a gas station in Arkansas by an owner with a shotgun in the middle of the night when they were out of gas because he didn't like their looks as well. They even had the pastor of a church apologize to his congregation for the way they looked after they had just finished playing while the Holy Spirit was moving on people's hearts, and he should have been giving an altar call. Finally, in 1977, they reached their limit. The constant road life had worn them down. They were older, with families, and the time spent away from home was just too much. They decided to call it quits after six years. While not having the longevity of the way, the group I'm talking about did have an amazing impact on many, many lives in the Southern California area. I'm speaking of Mustard Seed Faith. Composed of Odin Fong and Wade Link on guitars, Pedro Buford on piano, and later Louis McVeigh joined, and all of them shared the vocal duties. The recorded career of the band was actually quite short-lived, and in fact, their amazing debut record almost never happened. According to Odin Fong, recording an album was not only an afterthought, it was a never thought. The band was really a group of musician missionaries brought together for the purpose of sharing the gospel in places others would not or could not go. Many members also came from other bands and were ministers first, musicians second. What happened was in 1975, 
Maranatha Music's head of ministry, Mike McIntosh, was about to start a new church plan. His last executive decision was to bless the band with a record contract and a recording schedule. Love Song's Tommy Coombs was asked to produce, and a young up-and-comer engineer, Jonathan David Brown, hired to mix the album. The album was recorded in the home of engineer Buddy King, with a 16-track board with limited electronic enhancements and vocals that were recorded in bathrooms. The budget was well south of $20,000. It was the band's goal to pay the guest musicians twice as much as they would expect as a blessing for supporting the band. And according to Odin, all those involved in the project didn't even complain about the process. In fact, many recall it as the best times of their lives. From the LP called Sail on Sailor, which was one of the most powerful, compelling, and lasting of the early Jesus music era, that also sported one of the greatest album covers of any Jesus music album. Here's Mustard Seed Faith with Dried Up Well on Full Circle, taking you back to where it all began. All through this life You wandered here and there Looking for something Anything, some place Where people care Search for meaning in a dark and dying world And get no smiles except from those you know so well And it's so hard to even tell You're trying to drink from a dry
Mustard seed faith and dried up well. Maybe at times you feel like a dried up well. Well, I'm sure my friend Joe Baldino has at times. He recently wrote and said, Jerry and friends, I cannot thank you guys enough for your show. By the grace of God, it's pulled me through some very tough times in my life. One of them was I was stricken with leukemia and had to work very hard as an independent contractor while going through treatments for it. Full Circle's encouragement in the Lord has been awesome and second to no other ministry. My dear wife Shannon has been there for me through all my chemotherapy sessions and the sickness that goes with that of battling leukemia. She's truly a godsend. And we do believe we have victory. But in spite of his situation, Joe decided to pay it forward and sponsor the next couple of episodes to encourage fellow believers around the world and reach the lost. I don't know about you, but that blows me away. Especially when you're going through such a hard place to be mindful of others and have the heart to give as Jesus would. Maybe you'd like to join me as we pray for Joe and his family or you would like to send me a note to send on to him or even join him in his support of the show. You can reach me at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com That's FullCircleJesusMusic.com Thanks. Now comes the fourth and last group from the Maranatha Music label that will feature on this episode, a band called Bethlehem. They had a countryfied rock sound in the spirit of the Eagles, Poco, or Pure Prairie League, but they could also kick it up a bit. They were as good as any of the secular bands coming out of Southern California at the time, following the long hair and cowboy boots motif. I heard that radio evangelist Bob Larson, who had a negative stance on Christian rock, would later reverse his opinion on the matter after listening to their one and only self-titled album. The song features their producer, Al Perkins, on the pedal steel guitar. It was lyrically inspired by Romans chapters 1 and 2, specifically chapter 2, verse 1, which said, You therefore have no excuse. You who pass judgment on someone else, or whatever point you judge another, you're condemning yourself because you pass judgment doing the same things. Looking back to 1978, Bethlehem. No good excuses. It's been placed in each man's heart 
With no good excuses. The band consisted of my friend Danny Daniels on guitar, Don Franco on steel guitar and Drobro, Randy Rigby on lead electric guitar, John Falcone on bass, and Dan McCleary on drums, with all contributing vocals. Now Danny is still involved in Christian music. A number of his songs have appeared on Vineyard compilations, and his song Trust in You appeared on Jeremy Camp's album called Carried Me, The Worship Project. 
Next, Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet. The first of four artists, all on the Murr record label, which was a division of Word Records. Now, many have said that the big record companies had a hand in turning many of the music ministries into simply a business. That's not the whole story. Many companies lost money on taking chances on new and upcoming artists who had an important message for the young people that they were trying to reach. People like Billy Ray Hearn, who was the head of Murr, actually discovered many of these talented people, and, and those of us who've been touched by their music are all the more blessed because of it. Having said that, let's give a listen to the first hard rock act to be signed to a major label. Looking back to 1974, from their sophomore release, Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet, letting everyone know that Jesus is my friend. When I'm feeling down and low, I know there's a place that I can go. Nothing else makes me feel safe. When I'm feeling high and dry, I know there's a place that I can hide. In the arms of a friend, and Jesus is his name.
Hi, this is Brian Duncan. Used to be in the Sweet Comfort Band. You're listening to the very best of classic Christian music with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and I'm glad you've stayed around. Now, while many of you know of my next artist, Honey Tree, as the soft-spoken folk singing songstress on this next track, she takes a risk and moves out of her comfort zone and rocks out a bit with a little help from her friend and ours, Phil Kagey. Looking back to 1975, from what many consider to be her best album, here's Nancy Henningbaum with a translation of her family's German name meaning Honey Tree, as she shares the song Searchlight.
searchlight. Honey Tree, who is affectionately referred to as the First Lady of Jesus Music. In recognition of the fact that she was one of the few women pioneering the then new field of contemporary Christian music. And next, we have a song from a lady who came around on the scene about a half a decade later, who would within six years and four albums capture the hearts of millions, and that by the mid-80s, she'd be known as the queen of Christian pop. And if you haven't already guessed, I'm referring to Amy Grant with a song from her self-titled debut album with a tune she penned when she was only 16 years old. Looking back to 1977, Amy Grant, Walking in the Light. Taking a look back at the beginning of Amy Grant's journey into contemporary Christian music from her first album produced by Chris Christian, engineered by her Sunday school teacher, Brown Bannister. Also helping out various members of groups like Fireworks and Dogwood, both of whom were regulars at the Koinonia Coffeehouse outreach where Amy had some of her first gigs. I was able to dig up this long-lost song that dips down into the obscure Jesus music category. It wasn't Karen Lafferty or Debbie Kerner, but rather it was Becky Ugarda Shea, whose vocal style certainly has the same feel as those other ladies. A song called Nightingale. A line from the song I've never forgotten is, To the voice of Christ, my spirit thrills. The song is from her sophomore album on Light Records called Look by Faith. So, looking back to 1979, here's Becky Yagartashea with Nightingale. Through the quiet night she flew Nightingale with a haunting tune In my windowsill she stayed Till the morning set Next night she would come 
Three songs we've heard have all been from artists who've been on the Murr record label. And I have one more for you right here. His name is Steve Camp, born in Wheaton, Illinois and raised in a Christian home. By five years of age, he confessed his faith in Christ, which greatly influenced his desire to serve God through his teenage years. As a young Christian, he created a close bond with singer-songwriter Larry Norman who gave him advice concerning his own singing and songwriting. In addition, he met the late Keith Green, who encouraged him to make a stronger commitment to Jesus at the same time. In the late 70s, he befriended a then-unknown Rob Frazier, and together they penned numerous hits in the 80s. But on this episode, I thought I'd dig just a little further back for my feature song from Steve. With a funky musical arrangement and straightforward lyrics, 
It's one of those songs that sticks in your head a while after you've heard it. I know, it didn't mind the first time I heard it way back when it came out in 1978. From the album, Saying It With Love, Steve Camp telling us all about the good news and coming up a trio you might have forgotten about. The song's about a man who came He was on a mission that was very plain He healed the sick and he raised the dead And for our sins he was nailed and he bled But there's one more thing I got to say Even though he died he didn't stay that way He came to tell us why he had to die It was to cleanse us from all our sins and pride He got the victory He came to set us all free I said folks gotta change I know I'll never be the same Soon we're gonna share it above He said I go to prepare a place for you And you can go and we'll share it too So spread the news got the victory He came to set us all free Folks gotta change
Jesus music veteran, Steve Camp, with good news. Today, instead of singing the good news, Steve's preaching the good news and serves as pastor of the Cross Church in Palm City, Florida. Now we have a trio of musicians who are true veterans of Jesus music. They all got their start as solo artists in 1971. In the mid-70s, they got together combining their talents for a one-off album that highlighted a variety of music styles, as well as a few ballads. Now the idea for this conglomeration was the brainchild of Gary S. Paxton, a Jesus music artist in his own right. It was released on his own new Pax record label, which he founded in 1975, as an outlet for his own albums, as well as those including Pharaoh and Pharaoh, Scott Wesley Brown, Don Francisco, Tom Howard, Daniel Amos, Brown Bannister, Noel Paul Stuckey, Ed Ratzloff, and Pat Terry. So, with a thumping bass and plenty of wah-wah guitar pedal on this featured track, the guys get into it pretty heavy singing about the arguing and bickering that goes on between different church denominations. Looking back to 1976, Matthews, Taylor, and Johnson with This and That. I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. Keeping us from loving one another. 
I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. Oh! I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. I believe in this, you believe in that, this and that are keeping us from loving one another. Not meaning to step on any toes unless the shoe fits. This and that, Randy Matthews, Danny Taylor, and Mike Johnson, simply known as Matthews, Taylor, and Johnson, in what can only be described as the first Jesus Music Supergroup. Sadly, both Danny Taylor and Mike Johnson have passed on. Danny on January 15, 2010 and Mike on February the 9th, 2013. We'll miss them. They were legends in their own time. Well, now another episode has come and gone. But thanks again to Joe and Shannon Baldino, who in spite of adverse circumstances in their lives, underwrote this episode of Full Circle for you. I want to dedicate this last song to them as you remember this family in prayer. Now, if you want to send a note of encouragement to Joe and his family, who's been going through a really tough time with leukemia, you can send it to me and I'll pass it on. Write me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Thanks. Just like the last song we heard, this final tune also comes from the year of 1979. The group is called the Sweet Comfort Band, considered to have some of the best players in the Jesus music world. Now, I first saw the Sweet Comfort Band in 1978 at Knott's Berry Farm, so you can understand my bias. How do you compare the real deal with anything else? Oh, some compare the band to the sounds of Toto, Styx, REO Speedwagon, Journey, or Chicago, but that night at Knott's, I heard the heart of this band. The band was composed of Brian Duncan, Randy Thomas, along with brothers Kevin and Rick Thompson. And although the band was the brainchild of the Thompson brothers, Duncan and Thomas quickly became the driving creative forces, performing most of the writing duties for the band. And while my feature song was partially composed by Brian and Randy, Ricky Thompson and their producer Tom Stipe also had a hand in this one. The song is actually one of longing to meet the Lord not just at the end of our days on earth, but each and every day as we sit in the morning, listening to the silence and waiting for what he will say. Kind of a paraphrase of some of the lyrics from the album, Hold On Tight. This is the Sweet Comfort Band with Carry Me.
The Sweet Comfort Band closing out the show with Carry Me. And just a quick note before I go, the band released a new album, after all these years, appropriately entitled The Waiting Is Over. Original members Brian, Randy, and Rick carried on the vision of the project even after the loss of the late Kevin Thompson. He wanted it that way. And his son Elijah Thompson carried on Papa's legacy as he came on board. You can go to their website at www.officialsweetcomfortband.com and check it out. Or simply go to the iTunes store as well. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.